Okay, welcome back to this special episode of Protection from Noob, our first one on CCG Trade Post. This is part two, so make sure you've listened to part one first, where we covered white cards, blue cards and black cards in the spoiler from M11 that we haven't previously covered. And uh, going forward, we'll be covering the red cards, the green cards, artifacts and the land. So I guess we'll pick up where we left off and dive straight back in with the red cards. In fact, you won't even notice that we had a break and it'll be as if I'd edited this in after we'd finished recording the podcast. So Chad, what's the first red card to look at? Ember Hauler. I like this card, Ember Hauler. Oh, I also wrote an article about. Oh, he did. Yeah. He likes it too. He was talking about it and Goblin Legionnaire. Yeah. He was saying about uh, mostly he was saying pros. Is that the con of like damage not being on the stack anymore? Like Goblin Legionnaire was essentially a forty when looking at other creatures, whereas this guy isn't unfortunately. Ember Hauler's, I like him because there isn't a flame tongue carver in standard. Well, he was saying, you know, it's easy to cast. The white ability on a legionnaire never got used anyway. Um, yeah. And it's a lot easier to try and sack this guy, even though it's two. Oh, no, it's only one man. It was one it's man. a colourless man to sack him. You can still be playing him in your red something deck and like, cast him and sack him, whereas like, it might be awkward to do that with legionnaire. Yeah, but of course, legionnaire damage stacked. Yeah, that's what he's saying is the uh, the con of the pro. I really like Bloodthirsty Goblin's art. Arkwright yeah. is funny because it is actually an elemental wax. I'm just trying to look at the number of Blood Crazed Goblin because we still have that bet going, but I can't see its number because the red background is horrible to look at. So I can't still tell how many is worried. between. Oh, that booster that, you, that Greg's going to pass is going to boomerang back to me. I'm pretty sure ball lightning's out. <laughs> double or nothing? Um, How do we double or nothing? Um, okay, what haven't we talked about? Combust. We haven't talked about this card yet. Uh, like combust. This card I really wanted to talk about on the last show, but we didn't get a chance. Um, okay, do you want to read out someone? Somebody who uh, doesn't know about this card. It's one in the red. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. I'm just getting lazy there. Huh. It's touched my lip. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Um, so people don't know about this card. It's one in the red. An instant. And it deals five damage to target blue or white creature. And it can't be countered and damage can't be prevented. It says destroy target Bainstair Angel. Um, but it does obviously have more applications than that. Kill a wall of omens. Kill a wall of omens. It's it's a sideboard card without having to splash another colour yeah. to make Terminator Terror. Stops or them going to black for Doom Blade, doesn't it? So effectively, yeah. it makes it more mono red. Has all the tools it needs, I think. It's um, is it's a card that red really needs. It can't be pr- uh, prevented, which is really handy. Obviously, that still can't target Core Firewalker, which is a shame. Mm. Yeah, I mean, only a noob would think that. That's what yeah. you would do. <laughs> Um, in joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, it can't be countered by spell or ability. This is obviously the replacement for ignite disorder. More and than ignite happy to disorder see was a waste of everybody's time. It was. So I'm glad it's got this. It was a rubbish. Card. I found yeah, a copy of that the other day when I was going through cards. Ignite disorder also upset me because it replaced um the the island killing one. Oh, bloody hell, Cryoclasm. 
Yeah, Cry doesn't. And that was so much better than Ignite Disorder. Destroy an island or a plane, they take two damage. Yeah. This is probably better than that, though, I think. Mm. This is definitely better than that. Yeah, I think so. It's more relevant, because um, Cry Clouds and Man that are both sideboard cards. This one's going to... Well, especially in the current meta, it's going to be a lot more effective. I wish it dealt damage to a permanent. How insane would that be? Bam! Gideon dies. Yeah, but this is a reason it obviously doesn't say permanent because <laughs> you know, your mythic Jace to die so easily oh, to yeah. the little uh, combust. But yeah, uh, snap judgment, role player, <laughs> sideboard, sideboard, and um, you know, red deck wins is doing really well at the moment. Just won Japanese nationals this weekend. Gone. Did it? Yeah. It's one going to be running in the LCQ. Are you? Yeah, definitely. I talked about it before. Um, though they're slightly proving my point wrong that and the Star City 5k that went the other week although I was saying to Josh that it, a red deck wins one of those decks that um, you can win a lot of rounds with it usually, we usually won't win a tournament that's people have been proving me wrong because they are um, but it's going to win more games than it will lose and if you're just trying to qualify which unfortunately I'm going to have to be grinding in yeah. um, red will probably get me there but, you know, hopefully we'll get there for both LCQ so yeah uh, sealed, as well, sealed yeah. in the morning, but um, get there in time. also like Red Egg wins versus Jund. Jund's not doesn't come off very well in that matchup. No, and lots of people have bad matchups against Red Egg wins. I think this is the reason people start taking it seriously again because um, I think everybody tests. They test all these different Banty decks and Jundy decks and whatever, and they, every single time they go, my Red Egg matchup is not very good, and they sort of brush over it as if that's the tier two deck, and then. Actually, recently, everybody's been slabbing their ball lightning into the red zone again. Well, um, I think. Um, and now they've got well, even better cards. Reddit wins generally traditionally has a good first game, game and yeah. then it gets sideboarded. Yeah, and now its sideboard games are going to be even better. Yeah. Um, I mean, there I is mean, another, cyborg, cool there is another card that's going to also rock out the Reddit wins sideboard oh, um, yeah. a little bit later, but we'll get to that after a few more cards. Um, I quite like the next card as well for, for Mono Red. Cyclops Gladiator. Mm. What's he do, Greg? Well, he is a three red, one colourless rare. When um, Cyclopean Gladiator attacks, you may have it deal damage equal to the power to target creature defending that player controls. If you do, that creature then deals damage back to Cyclop Cyclops Gladiator. So effectively, it's arena on a creature. Do you remember arena? And it's basically you can attack for four four yeah four four whoops yeah basically you can effectively attack for eight damage because let's face it you're going to use it to four damage on the string to get rid of your wall of omens and then go straight in for the so yeah yeah so it's when he attacks so you can do it before they decide blockers yeah, yeah. which is massively important so yeah like you say so he's a source of punch the wall of omens in the yeah. face Removal. and kick the player in the nuts yeah, on the exactly. way and laugh at the back of that so I think that's quite good but although War of Omens has held off your other guys for two turns by the time you or three turns no, by the time you this you, you didn't draw him you were unlucky even with all that brainstorming <laughs> I don't know um, but what yeah so uh, I don't think this is gonna see all that much play other than uh, limited I pick it yeah limited yeah I yeah limited he's fine constructed it's possibility uh, it's definitely a fun card, though. Mm. When I, Arena's I, I, not really seen, like, Arena as an ability isn't... Other than 
uh, Master of the Wild Hunt mm. hasn't really doesn't see much constructive here's play. A, here's a sort of odd question for you. When you saw this card like spawn on whatever website you read it on. CCG Flare. Yeah, yeah okay, well, whatever you read it on, yeah. And you started well, you might not start that spawn. And you uh and you read um and you read its name. Did you not start thinking it was gonna be rubbish straight away? Or was that just me? I thought it was gonna be it rubbish when I looked at its mana cost. Well, as soon as I saw the art and saw there was like a Cyclops giant, normally they're always like rubbish. Those always. Yeah. <laughs> I was just expecting it to be absolutely terrible. And then I was like, oh, that's kind Wizards of just cool. doesn't like the one-eyed people, does he really? Who not me? No, but I mean, like, they, you, there's always some like I don't know. They always have these sort of cards. Was there a Beast Arena that was really good? No, there's never been a Beast Arena that's been very good. The only other creature that I know the, of was it not a Maker of the Arena? That uh, there's. There was yeah, a major arena, yeah. and there's also another one which was the Minotaur from the Weatherlight expansion. Begins with T, I forget his name. And he Talaron Minotaur. Uh, he uh, no, he was the legend, the legend from the Tangarth. Yeah, and he had, I think, he had the uh, same ability. I'm pretty sure that there was a Beast Arena. Oh, as in, uh, are you are you on literally about the the creature type? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, there, there is, yeah, no, there is because the um, I remember the a while back when there was that extended beast deck did quite good, hidden amongst all these uh, what you would say normal decks, I guess at the time in one of the extended tournament a few years back. Yeah. Contested cliffs, there we go. Uh, taps for one colorless mana. Yeah, red green tap. Yeah. And then you arena with a beast. So I wasn't going crazy. That's no, fine. No, no. Like said, no, no, yeah, there's that, somebody was playing that deck with um. The guy that gives you four life and all that. Mm. Yeah. Um. And they were playing with Woolly Foctors or something. So I think Woolly Foctor was new at the time. They were really? playing Beasts in Extended, somebody, and they'd like day two with it or something. Oh. Just going I just remember Contestant Cliffs being a Beast Arena, and mm. it's really good. Beast was good. Okay, let's back, go back to M11. If my computer will Um. Destructive Force. <laughs> Five red red sorcery. Each player sacrifices five lands. Deal five damage to each creature. So it's wildfire. It's wildfire, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, not much more to say about that. It's wildfire. Mm. Probably <laughs> not. No, I mean red decks these days are so blisteringly fast that it's irrelevant. If you haven't killed them by turn seven, then it's something to undrastically wrong. Yeah, you probably lost anyway. And I mean, this could save you maybe. For controlling builds. But um, also. It, creatures aren't the only things you need to deal with anyway planeswalkers are a big factor which yeah. happens, you break all their lands and kill every dude they show some planeswalkers to do some crazy abilities and just because yeah. you've got the potential of following up with your hellspark or whatever, they might have just gone make a 1-1 one -one with my uh, hellspark or something and then I'll be beating you anyway um, yeah that's a bit dull okay <laughs> earth servant 5 in a red 4-4 four, four. It were gets plus naught, plus one for each mountain you control. You said there was going to be an F7. You were obviously right. Yeah. Um, he's not great. Because so I played a lot of early Final Fantasies. Um, this is <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, but he... I don't understand... The thing that I don't understand about it is that it's a... a he's a booty... Um, he's a booty increasing... Um, red guy. Oh, he oh, yeah. sort of bothered me a bit. I don't mm. know. This would have been better if it was like... Today <laughs> had some flowstone. If it had like plus one, minus one for red or something, do you know what I mean? Make it better. It just seems pretty poor. 
Bees isn't uncommon. He'll sit there and hold the ground for him, I think. Mm. Who, with all my red flyers? Yeah, I know. Of which there's no. Chargers Spitfire. And also, I say that he's a six man, so they've probably beaten you in the face anyway. Yeah. Um, fiery Hell High, Hellhound. Talked about that one last week, I think. Three mana, two, two, fiery thing. He's, he's solid in limited, red. It's fine. It's fine. Fling, we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goblin, Goblin Chieftain's Chieftain. back. Yeah. What's thoughts on that then, Chad? Hooray! They d- there's not really anything that they could have done that would have been more original or... Well, they could have done something better, obviously, because you could just make it mana less or something. But uh, he's the obvious one to put in there. I'm, I'm glad he's back. That's cool. He's a solid Goblin Lord. They were never going to put... I mean, Goblin King coming back would not fit. No. I mean, because the whole reason they got rid of that cycle, the old Lords with the Landwalk ones, is... It didn't make that much sense. They were really, you know, the, the the lords helped you attack yourself. It was a bit odd. Um, you're not going to put War Chief in because that's probably too powerful, and also doesn't. It's not an ability like the other ones. This was spare. He's cool. He's a solid card. I'm happy. You know, Siege Command Commander. I'm not happy worse. about that. I should shed a little tear. But I always said about that. But so yeah, this guy is really good with Siege Command Commander. So he's sort of going to lose value. Um, what well, money wise? No, no, in a. How good he is. In constructed standard where he never gets played. Um, we talked about Hoarding Dragon, didn't we? The more I see it, the more I hate it. What, a Layla of Punishment? No, Hoarding Dragon. Oh, there There's another of those cards that, like, um, can He's I just make it's like, more so, um, excited I am. The uh, Cyborg Tacular card, along with this Leyline Cycle, is a card that Red's needed for a little while. Oh, yes. Um,. And it's Leyline of Punishment. Uh, the same as all the other Leylines, if you have an opening hand, you get to play it for free. Um, it's, two and a, it's two and a red red. And it says that players can't gain life and that damage can't be prevented. Yippee! That's pretty good. They haven't had anything like that since... Um, Everlasting Torment. Yeah, Everlasting Torment in so Shadow, Shadow War. Um, and it's a thing that's been missed a little bit. Yeah, but... I think um, it's needed for red, obviously. Yeah, means red decks don't have to run uh, unstable footing in the sideboard. Well, it means they're like they play their core Firewalker turn two, and then you can rockily play this turn four, and then you don't really care too much about the core Firewalker anymore. Except the core Firewalker has to be all aggro, would not you? Yeah, and you're probably doing a better too. job of that than they are. So you're playing red. Um, it can still block your guy. Oh, but damage can't be prevented. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd, this is unexciting. As a card goes, what I mean. they line of punishment? Yeah, really? It'll get played. I disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, about this card. I'm with you on this one, Chad. I, it I it fills it. a role, but it's not great. Yeah, but it's exciting that there's fine. They've got one of those cards back. As the lane line, it's a it's it's definitely a good lane line idea. Uh, it it works as what red would want. It's better than the old lane line was in red. Um, I like it. What's the old one? I know you cast a spell on my P1, if you do it, it deals on damage target player. Seems okay. This is probably better. Yeah. Um, Peretic Ritual. Ritual. One red instant, add three red to your mana pool. Worst ritual ever. <laughs> yeah. Does red need it at the moment? Does any deck No, but those? they've come to this critical mass of having red rituals now that they might eventually be taking over the black. In um, older formats, it's not this mm. is obviously constructed. This is the only one. Um, but you still got nothing like 
uh, dark ritual in red. No, in but general. rituals are more for uh, dark ritual in black in older formats is just a, a one shot to throw it in your grave and maybe play your um, your Duto one. Your uh, no, no your it's played in combo. It's played in storm. Yeah, but, th- yeah but then these are played in storm. But they don't need to be amazing. People play because you got to think people play. Um, Desperate Ritual, which is exactly the same, but I splice into Arcane, which nobody really ever uses when they're stormy. So, I mean, I, I don't know what it's going to do in Constructed. Did I? Play a ball lightning turn two, but really, like, I don't know if you want to waste another card to do that. That's standard. When you could just be playing. Black Black Tutors in older formats. So, dark, it won't, you know, it's not going to knock Black out because you have. Uh, is it Cable Ritual as well? Which is when you've got Threshold, it's two mana to add yeah, five. Yeah, I know. My point is that you're able to... No, the decks are play loads of rituals, so you don't need to tutor for a ritual, do they? No, no, but tutors are in black. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you don't want to go into all red because you won't be able to tutor up your combo pieces. Well, yeah, but you might be doing something else to them. I mean, you'd be looking at, like, also Dragon Storm or something like that. Well, also, Ad Nauseam is black. Mm. <laughs> it's double black. So I think it's fine, it's not very exciting though. Yeah, plus, older formats you can usually fix colours. Like Wild Cantor is red. So that can get you into the your. Next, the next card though, probably, is it the last kind of red that we need to talk about? Yeah, I think it is. is. Yeah, well, um, we've got a couple of. Oh no, there's one more afterwards. Alright, second to the last card in red uh, to talk about. Which is uh, goes back to the um, redirect or whatever the crossbow's going to be called. I haven't actually got the full name for it definitely yet. They have for this though. Reverberate. Reverberate. Mm. Now go back to the uh red becoming blue and then become red again. It's fork, but it's not. It's like red twin cast. That's mm. the way I look at it. It's an instant yeah. that copies a target, instant or sorcery, and you can choose new targets for it. Like it. It's like different it. to fork it's because the, fork. the other it's fork but, but it's it's right better because fork made the card. Yeah, red. fork wasn't originally a very confusing card to understand. Well, yeah, they d- well templating didn't red. exist when fork mm. was right. Um the art also is a it does have a little shout out to Fork. You can see the sort of forky logo being made with the woman going metal. Um it's cool. It's also a lot more exciting in red than it is in blue. I feel. Yeah. Although blue has a lot of mill stuff, and I think that's where Twincast really found its home. Oh, it did, didn't it, with uh, Sanity Grinding? W- well, s- well, well going back further than that, uh, Glimpsy Unthinkable, but also Traumatised, I've seen it played. Oh, yeah, but stuff. I mean, in standard right now, I'd rather be Twincasting a big burn spell, or I'd rather be oddly using this to counter something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives you a counter spell in red to counter their counter. Um, it Yeah, it can be used to double up on... Uh, Bane fires Bane and fires stuff. Or something like that. Um, you can double up your ritual. <laughs> I don't see really why. I make one extra. I don't know why you'd want the mana. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think there's anything exciting in red that you really want to double up. Other than what we talked about. Your earthquake star spells. Mm. And like. Oh, earthquake's not actually in the spoiler, is it? No. I don't know if we have space for it. It's all numbered. Okay, um, one last spell in red. I mean, we got a couple of Volshock Berserker. What did we talk about last time? Four mana, three to haste. Unexciting. Mm-hmm. Wild Evocation. Six mana enchantment. 
As we give each player's upkeep, that player reveals a card at random from his or her hand. It's a land card, put it onto the battlefield. Otherwise, play it without paying its mana cost. Um. Uh, well. Too expensive. Do you want to play it with your Emrakuls? Possibly. I think so. Or do you want to not play it at all? <laughs> I don't really want to play it at all. I don't really want to play it. Free spell every turn, but it gives your opponents as well. Mm. Um, and they go first, so it's kind of like... Um, Howling Mine. Howling Mine, yeah. And so it sort of has the same downside. I they're playing like the chase deck, where they, uh, they've uh, brainstormed and they put something good on top. Mm. <laughs> but it's a card at random from your hand. Oh, is it from your hand? I thought it was yeah. on top. No, yeah. it's a real card at random from his or her The thing hand. is, red is hardly going to be playing big powerful spells and wants to get for free anyway. Now, also, you can put this in like a red blue deck or something, I guess, but. But can you imagine this versus Jund? You play this, and then they're like, oh, draw, shuffle up, shuffle hand, oh, reveal a bloodbraid elf, flip into something, and then they go, okay, main phase, pulse it. Swing in my blood off, and I've got my Twine Axe that I've just got free as well. This is just one of those fun, silly effect cards, isn't it? Six mana is a really high cost, it's never going to be too competitive. No. It's not enough for people like us, unfortunately. No. Nope. Um, okay, the final colour green. Autumn's Veil. Green, instant, like green mana, instant. Spells you control can't be countered by blue or black spells this turn, and creatures you control can't be targets of blue or black spells this turn. Um, this is our anti-blue-black card. So th yeah, this is um, like a green elemental blast, almost. Yeah, but I mean, what's this? What would this replace? This replaced Mold Adder in M10, which was green for a one-one. Whenever opponent plays a blue or black spell, but plus one plus one counter, which yeah, saw yeah, play yeah. in Legacy, and that was about it. But this is less exciting and than that, isn't it? Cause Plusian Strider. With the original cycle that they set up in Corsets the last couple of years, were, and that was a 3 2 for 4. You can't be target spells. See, this, spells. It, uh, this red enchantment, we'd be having a completely different conversation, I think, but it's pretty dull as an instant. Uh, I think it's fine. It's a counter spell in green. Um, it protects you from. Oh, green gets to do everything these days. I know. Uh, so, yeah, it counters spells. Ever know in a patch shape and just having a conversation on Twitter as we started casting. Uh, so we started podcasting about this card. And Ever know was like, how does this count a blue spells? And Jim was like, it's an instant, you play it in response. And Ever know was like, I should probably read cards. And we, sh we should talk about this in private before I make an idiot of myself in uh, <laughs> public. <laughs> this is why I don't watch the magic show that often. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is why... Evan Irwin probably never listened to us. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the fact that it can count, uh, can't be countered by black spells this turn is irrelevant. Oh no, your dash hopes can't count how I spell anymore. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it obviously has to... Um, for but the sy symmetry. Yeah, and it does black. still counter a Doomblade. Yeah, it counts Doomblade, and... Uh, it's only blue and black spells, so Jace can still bounce your guy. Yeah, annoying. but you're not going to play a response to that, because you know it doesn't work. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah no, but I mean, if it 
was blue or black spell or ability this turn. Then you'll be like, oh yeah, my. It'd be good for Mythic to get through um, Royal Assassins. So like, kill it in a bam. No, you don't. <laughs> don't give me that look. Who's playing Royal Assassin right now? Royal Assassin. That's yeah. like the tech about three months ago. Really? Yeah. Do you not see that? No. Was it? I don't want to name who it was because I'm probably going to be wrong. But yeah, Mythic has no answer to this card. It has Oust now. But before it was like... It just had no answer. And it just lost. Like, it couldn't play through it because just like, bam, bam, bam. Kill you guys. It's like a super secret tech about three or four months ago. No one's playing it now though, for some reason. But yeah, awesome fail. I kind of like this card. I don't think it's... It'll is probably it trying have to place. be the... Um, what was green? Gives you creature shroud. And... Well, I suppose, sorry, no. I've just talked myself out of it again. Green's be played green. Gives it plus three, plus three. Or is it plus four, plus four? Finds a vast wood. Yeah, and I'm going to be quiet. That just gives it shroud. But this stops... No, that the spells being like counted. a counter spell, to be fair, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but this stops your spells being counted. That was more. That would be more to anti black and red more than that. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you were saying about vines. Okay. Um, what if we talk about? Oh, elfish arch druid is back, uh, which means we and I mean anyway, we, could, we said it last time. Yeah, but Imperius Perfect is definitely not in. It doesn't fit. All right. Well, um, we knew elfish arch druid was back from last show. We yeah, yeah. But the well, point is that Imperius Perfect isn't in. I think it's something that's obviously got their misinformation from that poster then. Yeah, uh, I don't know why they would have used. I mean, unless that was some good thing or a weird poster, but yeah. No, it's nice. decent art and it's framed quite nicely. Mm. I kind of wish it was coming back now. <laughs> now that we don't have it, cause my full art ones would have been fun. Okay, let's get on to actually an awesome card because we haven't had <laughs> a good card in a while. Four and a shaman. Oh. One and a green. Two two. Green tap. Discard a creature card. Search your library for a creature card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. So, so it's um, a read green tap, discard a Vengevine or a Bloodcast. Search your card, search your library, library for either another Vengevine or Bloodcast, or a card so that you can easily cast now mm-hmm. to get your Vengevine back. Yes, Suntail Hawk. No, not, what's it called? The get loads of birds hawk. Oh, loads of people keep talking about that, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, uh, like I said, I don't know that card. I don't I like see this why card one, though. but you could play a better one drop or something instead. Of the two drop one one fly. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. He combos ridiculously with Ventivine. Mm-hmm. It's survival of the fittest on a dude, basically. Fantastic. And survival of the fittest so is cool. awesome, so. Do yeah. you say it's a chase rare? Yeah, definitely. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. I, I can um, kind of imagine this goes the Lotus Cobra route because I imagine it'll come out of the gates. On the then we actually figure out the proper way of playing it. Yeah, I think it'll be expensive. And then it'll squeeze its way into loads of decks. Yeah, I can and play loads. But of course, we've already got Vengevine, which loads of people are going to want to play this with. Um, yeah. Uh, Gaia's Revenge. Did we talk about that one? I think we did, didn't we? Did. No, we, no, no. We no. almost talked about. it We didn't. <laughs> okay. Because I thought, you know, I said the giant had haste. So I went, oh, does he have haste? No, he's got trample. Oh yeah. The guy I was thinking about was this guy's revenge because he's a five, he's a seven mana. Is it eight five? He's an eight five. Yeah, he has haste. 
green shroud, and he can't, can't be counted. counted. And yeah, and he can't. Yeah, he's got green shroud. He can't be talking about anything that isn't green. Um, That's weird. He's cool though. He's, he's pretty exciting. He's so a how's that work with Elstrom Pulse then? For example, can't target him. But it's green. But, but it's, it's green and black, isn't it's it? Black, black, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, so can't be target of non-green spells. So it is green. So it, it can't target Pulse. Can't target like. it. <laughs> That's right. I had to double check and read cards. Reading cards is tech. There's the double one advice. Right? <laughs> yeah, pro tip. Uh, yeah, I don't like this card. I don't know. Seven mana, eight, eight, eight power haste is pretty scary in a green deck, but I don't see you really playing it. I mean, it's it's so vulnerable probably against some decks, though. Can't be counted and can't be targeted by Jace. What do they do about that when he starts coming out? This is the question. You're playing yeah, but they don't, it, obviously. They? What are you going to be doing? What? The, yeah, but how? When are you going to be able to cast this? On turn seven. <laughs> probably before that. Like, uh, I don't know. I might. I mean, I might be wrong, but I would say that there's better mm. cards to go in the deck. I think he's alright. I I I don't see him getting played, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did. That makes any sense. I'm not going to be like, oh man, why are people playing that? Like, oh, <laughs> playing that. Okay, uh, Hornet Sting. Boo. Whatever you want to say about the colour pie, don't say it to me because I don't care. It's green for an instant, deals one damage to a creature player. <laughs> so you've it's just basically deleted the whole conversation that we're all going to have. What about the colour pie? Yeah. Fine. Why do you not want to talk about the colour pie, Lennox? Okay, so this so card also. shows new players the difference between Hornet Sting and Lightning Bolt. But they don't need to know that. It's I a, it's a relevant care. thing. You don't need to have a color, a really bad color bleed to show that green can't lightning bolt stuff. Do you know what you do to show they can't lightning bolt stuff? Not give it lightning bolt. It's as simple as that. Green should be able to do burn spells, regardless. Like it just, it doesn't. It's, it's irrelevant as well because it will never get played. This is the thing. So I don't understand the point in the card. The flavor is okay, but flavor reasons is not good enough. I still would have. I don't know. I still don't agree. Um, I would have preferred this in white. They were considering putting it in white. Well, yeah, isn't it up? I'm glad this isn't in white. Mm. But white, it, white well, has had burn spells and stuff, though, and it gets it gets more of that sort of damage. White Green burn spells is normally to reactive and stuff, yeah, attacking okay. a blocking creature. Green as is normally against flies and stuff, not just pinging like my uh, power spark elemental or dealing damage to a player makes this not green. Yeah. If it I just, it feels like, like it not only is it going to cause people to get angry about it because of that I mean it doesn't actually anger me so much I just think it's a bit wrong the reason is just, it seems like a wasted slot I don't see really why you don't want to play it yeah well as far as I'm concerned as when it comes to colours I don't care about the flavour of the colours all the colours do is stop me putting the best cards in the same deck well you don't care about the flavour but a lot of people do and we were talking about flavour a lot, and magic is about that. You say you say you don't, but cards could just have like basically no name and just be like. Yeah, I'll play that. Rules. You you wouldn't <laughs> play that. I'll play that game. Well, I I know you wouldn't play that because you're a guy that talks about Pokemon. I play Pokemon cards and plays WoW online and things like <laughs> that. So you obviously like the lore and flavour and things, and so do everybody. Mm, not People really. Might l- they, no, they so I'll, I'll turn around. Really I'll turn do. around and go. Flatly really lit. That's kind of cool. I'll turn around and go. Oh. This is a massive dragony thing. That's quite cool. But 
that's not what draws me to the game. It's not no. what gets me to play it. Yeah, but you need it there. As it's one of the things you need it there. You might not feel the relevance of it, but you need it there. I, I quite happily sit down with playtest cards. I use proxies all the time, which is bits of scrap paper. I don't care what flavours. You don't need to have a picture to have flavour. I mean, no, you're using art with flavour now. Um, no, I'm really not bothered about flavour. As long as the card has numbers well, on it. Well, you may not be Lennox, but a hell of a lot of people that are into magic and into magic from the beginning are. And that's the reason it's not, you know, just playing cards or something like that. No, no, children. I don't know. It's agree to disagree. I've well, got some you know, porno you know. playing cards and uh, I pay attention to the picture on them. <laughs> I want someone to say they've got a full house on that game once and they put down like, loads of relevant cards and says, three anals, two blowjobs, full house. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done talking about flavour? Yeah, we finished talking That's about him. We finished talking about that instant thing. Okay. Let's move on to like... This terrible, terrible green instant. Um, what are you about? Let's, yeah, no. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about a Baloth. cool green card though. Obstinate Baloth, two and two green for a four-four beast, which goes really well with your contested cliffs. <laughs> when it enters the battlefield, you gain four life. If your uh, your opponent forces you to discard it, put it on the battlefield instead. So it's kind of like ravenous Baloth. And what's the elves from? Uh, Wilt Lift. Wiltly Fleege, 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 or, Fleege, yeah. or your Dodecapod. We haven't had this since Wiltly Fleege. Once again, it's going back to the Shadow War Eventide periods, but mm. yeah, other cards that would be good against Jund if uh, they were in Salad. <laughs> mm, yeah. Good. This Blight, doesn't scare yeah. me, though. I don't know. Are you going to want to Blightning somebody that you know is playing four of these? The answer is yeah, I'm most not of the time, be you're going to be <laughs> well upset when they get their 4-4 four four down. I'm not mm. going to be sat opposite someone with Why four not? of these. Why not? be playing this in the mirror. Nah. Really? I think they prob well, I like to think it's got options for the for the it's mirror. Better things for the mirror. Like what? Blinding. <laughs> You're playing that main, that's a really stupid thing. Well what are you gonna play on your board in the mirror? At the moment I've got um what's it called? The Grixis Spectre thingy. So you play Spectre. that for the mirror? I play it for loads of matchups. It's good no, in the mirror. <laughs> you don't play that for the mirror. Yeah, it's like that in the mirror. It's what? really good versus blightning. They okay, make but that's not the reason you play. No, he's for. really good against Blightning. You play for Spreading Seas decks, which isn't Jund. No, he goes in against Spreading Seas decks because he's good against Spreading Seas decks. Huh? What else do you play for the mirror? Don't know at the moment. Nothing. This guy's good for the mirror. I haven't played for the mirror. I haven't got the slots to devote to this. Does it take the space of Sable Stags? I'm not running Sable Stags at the moment. Oh. You were, though. I was, and I they were <laughs> rubbish <laughs> whenever I brought them in against Jund and Vampires, which were the two. It's, it's funny because it's just not even good against vampires. It's not you good against vampires. You just swag in with your little free free, and you, they flew above you with a nighthawk, and they just meant they won the race. <laughs> it was pointless. It, it was like a speed bump, but you could overcome it easily enough. And now that you've got not just gatekeeper, but vampires also has consumed uh, vapors, makes this uh, makes it worse. And the fact that John stopped playing Bitterman's Blast made it worse in the mirror. You stopped playing. Not everybody did, but yeah. No, Bitmus Blast showed up in all the Jun decks at Japanese Nats top eight. Yep, yep. This weekend just gone. They but, um, the card a lot more than the Americans do. I think our meta gets affected a lot more by the Americans. As says yeah. in the articles we can read. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, Obstinate Baroth, as a Jun player, this doesn't scare me too much. 
No, I mean, I mean I don't, it's uh, not going to put the fear into you so bad, but I like it as a good card. We haven't once games yet. two and three. Yeah, I would still probably be naming Vengevine with my Thor hemorrhage. Hmm. Oh yeah, cool. This is annoying. It um, depends if they get Fauna Shaman down or whatever it's called, and then they discard a Vengevine for a Baloth. I might still name the Valoth because it's going to be really annoying. Um, but I mean, with the other, it's just I think this card is sort of fun because we haven't had a Dodecapod style card for a little while. The same reason I like the red ley line. It's yeah. a sort of it's an effect that you sort of need. Something in standard. It's a hoser, isn't it? To stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like hoser or that. That's the thing. Um, I think that's cool. But yeah. Um, overwhelming stampede. Rubbish. Huh? I don't think we talked about this. Do you think it's rubbish? It's absolute limited bomb. Yeah, I mean, it's like, overrun. It's, it's a super overrun. Mm. Well, it's the art's even quite similar to it. I think the art's quite clever. It's <laughs> basically overrun, but if you use it on a bunch of bears, it's worse because it only gives them plus two, plus two. In that case, there's a bunch of bears with a. Big bear in front of them all, which is but not what the art's you like. You just need a four-two or something. The art's like the, a rhino with loads of elves hiding behind it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, which is quite clever because that's the sort of things going on. You have got these little one ones, you chuck out this big three-three-five-five or something like that, and they're like, bam, we're hiding behind this guy. Yeah, yeah it's a shame it's cool. a rare, but I think it. Um, it would I think it's better as a rare. Yeah, for I limited mean, purposes. Because how many games have just like, one by overrun in M10? Yeah, I mean, there's that draft that we did where I got three overruns, and I just absolutely raped that must draft. Have been terrible, by the way. Was that the one where you were playing like you played like two Jenna wishes as well? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I opened them. No, I opened one and got past one second pick, pack two. Very funny. But yeah, so I had two. Oh, Greg's left the building. What's going on? Three overruns. Howl of the Night packed. It was good. I won that, and I got a great sable stag out of it. Swag. Um. We talked about Primal Cocoon last time. It's a green enchant aura, enchant creature. At the beginning of the upkeep, put a plus one, plus one counter on enchanted creature. If it ever attacks or blocks, r- um, sacrifice uh, the, cocoon. the cocoon. See, that's good. See, that's flavorful cocoons. People get out of cocoons. They grow from little caterpillars. It's these huge, beautiful butterflies. Doesn't game fly, though. So Doesn't game no, fly. Like the original. Cause there was another one called Cocoon, wasn't it? The original Cocoon. Don't know. I remember the film called Cocoon. Didn't that involve old people? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that was weird. Anyway, it was like a B movie, wasn't it? It was a B movie. Um, interesting card. Uh, was it a common? Good at a common. It's got to give it time. I fine. Think. Well, limited. It seems fine because you stick on your guy, um, and if you're in a position where you can't swing for a while, doesn't matter. You just get big for ages. Well, if you've got a um, utility guy. Yeah, you can stick on him and then later he can help out. Yeah. No, I'm thinking, like, ugh, I mean, it's obviously there's not wall of omens and stuff in this draft, but, like, you put it on your guy that's, like, a bear or something. He's, he's swinging once, and then they put the wall down, and you're like, you get to stand still, don't you? Where you're like, I need a bigger guy now. Mm. Well, he just sits there, he becomes the bigger guy when he needs to. He breaks the stalemate, doesn't he? And then, yeah, then he goes, I'm swinging in again. And then they bolt him or something. <laughs> This seems a very slow, very flavourful, but very slow pump spell, and I'm not interested in playing this card. No, no. 
like the flavour. If you can bounce the thing, it's kind of like a really bad shape of the wit ago. Remember that card? Oh, I've heard Cold that. snap. No. When it comes into play, it's an enchant aura. Like creature enchantment. When it comes into play, put six plus one plus one counters on them. And then it does something with them. I can't remember what. But if you just bounce the thing afterwards, then you can do it kind of stay around. Um, so is that for green? That's it mm. for green. Uh, or at least the green that's on the salvation spoiler. Um, rush through the artifacts quickly. No, you don't have to do them quickly, mate. Uh, brittle effigy. I like that. One mana artifact, four mana tap, exile it, exile target creature. So it's removal in all colours. I think Other it's a than shame the fact it's rare. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's a shame. It would be an awesome uncommon. It would. Even if it costs two and four. Or three and three. Yeah, it reminds me a bit of. Um, <laughs> no, um, what's the artifact uh, that does a shot? Oh, I know Oh, moon, moon grave, love extract. moon glove extract. Yeah. yeah, and that was cool because you were like, oh yeah, I got, I, I can actually get a little bit of removal on my like blue green deck that doesn't have yeah. any or whatever. No, you just can't. <laughs> you open as a rare, and I don't see you first picking it either because of. Yeah. It's expensive. Cost. Yeah. Cool um, card though. Do we talk about Crystal Ball last time? I believe we did. I love it. It's okay. I think I can see people wanting to play this in their control decks a lot. Yeah. It helps the mirror massively. But I think you're brainstorming a lot with your Jace if you're winning the mirror. Yeah. Maybe in your mono black control. Especially with... uh, Yeah, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I guess that fulfills two of the black cards that are cool. It fulfills your... uh, Bob Enchantment and it fulfills your phylactery lich because you can put a cow on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, though that deck sounds like a deck I don't really want to play. No, I, this know. just seems a bit janky that I don't really want to play it. Yeah, we did go go. Yeah. Uh, Juggernaut, again, not particularly exciting. Four mana, five power artifact. Has to attack each turn and you can't throw your rock egg in front of it because it can't be protected by. Oh, okay, you can because it can be. I wish they. If only Magic could have swearing in its um, in its flavour. <laughs> it say uh, it was. It would have the actual Juggernaut quote, you know, like in the movie as well, the actual movie. I'm the ju- I'm the Juggernaut bitch. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, a picture of him just stampeding <laughs> through. Vinnie Jones. Yeah. Well, not Vinnie. I'll do himself about that, but yeah. <laughs> that's a different class. The bad movie actors <laughs> Use that term loosely. Oh God. Platinum Angel everyone knows what this card does I'm not now surpri- I, I'm, I say I'm not surprised to see it back especially the next uh, uh, it's array, I guess it's pretty cool yeah but um, on the whole unexciting outside of limited bomb and maybe in some control deck somewhere at some point so we did the dirt reason. box mm-hmm. did we do done dirt box we've done the overseer Stone Golem, Golem is a 5 mana 4-4 four four. Uh, no, I like those sort of things though. it was a bit like um the ally Puma, you know him. Um, yeah, things like that. When the you've fact, g- he was a pu- an ally, because uh, <laughs> he was a Puma. That's <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, but you've got this thing where you fill your curve. If you like build like an aggro deck and you need to f- fill a gap in your curve, or you build, you realise you were well like a creatures at the end. I don't know. I just think there's one of those cards that's, that's fine in a in a draft. Yeah. I mean, in constructors, never going to get played really, like unless there's some sort of wacky reason that's important. But I don't see why. Um, yeah, it's a bit dull. Um. Sword of Vengeance. Oh. Three. Oh. <laughs> 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 what was that? Onkers. 
bonkers. Three mana, <laughs> artifacts, equipment. A quick creature gets plus two, plus naught, and has first strike. Vigilance, trample, and haste. Equipment uh, and equip three. It's a new sledge, isn't it? A logs on the wire or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, it does. Greg, you, you haven't said about you know, what you're saying to me. Yet. Lifelink, um, absolute bomb in limited. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is highly absolute. first pickable. Oh yeah, first picking this guy. I'm like windmill slam this pack one pick one. Bam! And I'm doing a little giggle to myself, and then everybody's looking at me, wondering what I just picked. And I'll tell them it was a goblin tunnel. I don't half the table. thing is, we'll believe you. I'll be fine. Bit of misinformation there, like that. Because then what? My goblin tunneler would do that. I actually draft, make a guy unblockable, put a sword on it, and go bam. <laughs> <laughs> I waste half his abilities. <laughs> yeah. oh, I trample. Oh, never mind. First strike. First strike. <laughs> I wasn't getting blocks anyway. Oh, my computer's so slow. I was seeing if it was a chroma sword or not. Yeah, I want to see a picture of Sword of Vengeance. Not right now. Fucking homo. It's, yeah, it's going to be down. <laughs> it's below this guy. My computer's so shitting slow. There he is. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Get me with the observation. No, you 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 invented it. <laughs> She's not got a sword there, is she? She's lost it. She's got a scythe. Like some death or something. I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, so sword. That's really cool. <coughs> death. <coughs> Do you say I am death destroyer of worlds? I have become death destroyer of worlds. Oh, who did say that? Oppenheimer. Albert Oppenheimer. <coughs> That's yeah. showing. Um. <laughs> Temple Bell. Loving this. New Howling Mines at better. It costs three. Um, tap. Each artifact, uh, each player draws a card, and it's an artifact. I think it's a good card. I like that. Pros over Howling Wine. Um, you do it when you want to do it. Yeah, you, you, get, you get the ability or the benefit first as opposed so you to your opponent. You can do it at the end of your opponent's it's turn. It's a less confusing yeah. card. That's one of the main important things. Um, um, yeah. Because <coughs> you're drawing at the same time. It's not confusing when you're drawing, because it's when that card ability resolves. You can untap it with. With Tesla uh, and another or card. Voltaic key. I'm so, so pleased. Um, did you say you're so confused? No, I'm so pleased. Oh. Yeah, downside, it costs three. And that's it. We'll definitely <laughs> see some play. It yeah. will do. It'll be abused somewhere. Oh, I'm hoping with Voltaic key, obviously. Right, so off topic a little bit. I say it opened the vaults it was in M10 because they knew it'd be uh, following an artifact theme block that had artifacts yeah. in Esper 
Um, but now they've taken it out because it's not so great in a format without artifacts and enchantments. In Scars and Mirrodin, it's supposed to be all artifacts, or like loads of artifacts. It's definitely not in. Well, in, in Scars or in. It's uh, definitely not in the core set. Oh, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be. And, um, but there is an artifact, or supposedly an artifact block coming up. So yeah, they seem to be contradicting themselves there. Hmm. Why don't you trust me in the artifacts? Because we got like two sets of guys that combo with each other a little bit. Have you not seen that really? Triskelion and Steel and the Steel Overseer. So Triskelion's the other what, second to last card we got. I'm glad yeah, I love Triskelion. Um, six mana, four, four, or well, one, one, but comes in with three cards. I think Modulus coming back, you know. And then you I take did, I did call it. it last show. I mm. said Modulus is probably going to come back. Mm. I think uh, I think it will still. Um. I don't think it's no one that was broken as a first time round. Sticking a uh, death touch on this guy though, so Basilisk colour. Modular wasn't broken the first time round. It was a Ravager that was broken, was it? Ravager, Ravager had wasn't modular. Either, yeah. Rav- Ravager was good because it's very big two mana guy. Mm-hmm. But also when you had uh what's it called? Uh Disciple of the Vault. Oh yes. Which you can just feel like bang, you take seven damage. <laughs> or rather, you lose seven life. Yeah, well, you know, taking counters off that you keep putting off from still over there. When he's good. got Death Touch, so that's going to be interesting. Also, if, you know, Modular is a mechanic. Then, yeah, they get more interesting. It's good. And it's the last artifact. Huh? More important card now, though. Voltaic Key. Uh, so pleased. You don't know what this does. It's one mana artifact with one tap, untap target artifact. Um. Yeah, I mean, in the spoiler alone, it count combos with Temple Bell, Steel Overseer, Crystal Ball, Crystal Ball, Sorcerer's Dirt Box. <laughs> it doesn't combo with Brittle Effigy, unfortunately, because you exiled the Effigy mm. as part of its cost. As part of its cost, yeah. Um, I don't see why that's necessary, but maybe in constructed it proved to be too good. But yeah, so I mean, the funny thing is, as soon as I had to reprint it, I stupidly thought, "Oh yeah, that was a temple belt." I don't know why that's the first card I bought. Yeah, I know. The most powerful. <coughs> I mostly think because you were just—I was looking at M11 and stuff at the time. Honestly, uh, I think it's got potential with at the moment. Uh, really? Yeah. But time save, you don't need to use it that much. But you can set up like two or three turns. Well, you bought because you're Voltaic key, and then you open the vaults. Once you don't need to keep doing it, see what I mean? Maybe not two or three, but at least two. I don't know. Like, I don't think Time Sip has a problem with getting the extra turns at the moment. Yeah, but I think it helps, and it's another cheap artifact. I don't see why you wouldn't want to play it. Do you, not see, do you see what I mean? If you're having to run Temple Bell, then yeah, I can see why it's good. You'll, you probably will be running Temple Bell as well, I reckon. Well, open the vaults, obviously, only lasts for another three months. Yeah, well, so does time sieve. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's what I'm on about immediately now. Like when the set comes out, don't know. I think I wouldn't want to talk about the future because Scars and Mirrodin. If it's an artifact block, yeah. this guy's going to be untapping on half the set, maybe. <laughs> so you know, could uh, do anything. But yeah, in, as, in terms of time sieve as a combo deck at the moment, I think it doesn't need the key. I think it, it makes it stronger though. Personally. Well, there's no artifacts to untap at the moment, so I don't think you'll run Temple Bell over Howling Mine. Um, you sure? Yeah, because 
pounding mine you get the benefit from because you're taking so many extra turns you're the one drawing cards off it temple bell yeah, your opponent will draw off it as well so like uh, pounding yeah, mine at the moment gives you the advantage that, that you way. draw like three or four cards when they draw one yeah I'll probably play both but you might there's only so much space one to a 60 card deck and Voltaic Key doesn't really combo anything because the only things you're going to be using it with are the only things that tap. But you do it with the border posts as well. That's the reason that's quite nice. Yeah, but border posts uh, tap for one mana. <coughs> I know, <laughs> but you can like, you know, I don't know. Um, do something it's a cheap artifact, but you could uh, you can use it to um, you know sort your colours out if you get desperate for that double white. This is really really <laughs> situational. This though. is really stretched to put this in the deck. Yeah, but I still think it's fine. Isn't it? I think ta- I think on top of your time sim is going to be good. On top of your time sim, try again. Now, but you sack the artifacts as part of the cost for the time sim, and like normally, you're sacking like when you get to the point where you have loads of artifacts, especially in the modern one, as well, where you just open the vaults and then you swing in with three, like eight eights or eight nines, with that are unblockable. No. no, 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 you swing with um, glass of salt. Glass of salt. And I don't think you need to take loads and loads and loads of extra turns. No, no, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying shape. is it has the potential to stack a couple of turns for your opening votes, which is nice. Yeah, it's probably worth trying if you want I to play that deck. I definitely think so. But I don't. I think it would eventually get cut. So, but that's what, just so what would you play it with? What, just Voltaic your own chalice? Which is a bit pointless. What do you want to untap right now? Yeah, in standard. standard. Yeah, right now. <sighs> Can't think. Are there any good artifacts in standard? You had the whole rest of a lot. It's got to be something there. <coughs> Sphinx of the Steel Wind. Has not got vigilance? <laughs> 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 Don't want you to cut that. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, always feel sorry for Greg. <laughs> All the artifact creatures. It's like Phil Grease Sages. Doesn't yeah. even tap. Need <laughs> <laughs> the sworn adjudicator. Yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, great. He can untap himself. But it's okay because it, that card comes with the ability to and a blue untap. Absolutely, you do care. Yes, it does. <laughs> Back to square one. Imagine that a training ground. It's insane. Oh, what? I'm playing that now. I'm building that deck this week. <laughs> yeah, does that make it go blue untap and then yeah. white black? Ki- Yes, yeah, so three mana to. Um, what? How much is uh, training ground? White and one. Training ground is two and a blue. Oh, it's blue and one. I'm thinking. No, it's, no, it's just blue. Heroes. Training ground, just, just blue. blue. I am playing that deck this week. <laughs> and you can run it with uh, the infinite mana combo. That's amazing. Epsilon Judicator, training grounds. You hit it here first. What else do you want to be using? Don't care. Just I'm, I'm going to kill all your stuff and then swing at my massive guy. It doesn't reduce it to less than one though, does it? No. No. Ah, that sucks. Your Voltaic key will cost zero. No, 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 it does, it does reduce it to less than one. No, it reduces it to one. It reduces it by two, yeah. to a minimum of one. 
Well, what, what to do to my uh, floral adjudicator? Is it, it still... Is it, it make it blue? It's blue, yeah. Alright. But it won't oh, produce yeah, something yeah. that costs two yeah, to zero. Yeah, right, 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 I get it. <laughs> like Hearthstone. That's amazing. I it's like when we thought we... Could cast two super champions this turn. What I'm going to do is kill two of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then be ready to attack a third one or something. No, actually no. I cheat then. You'd swing and then you'd kill Never. two blockers. Why that guy so good? Why does he not get played? Because he costs six mana and he dies to naturalize. Kills Bane's there, Angel. Plus five, isn't he? Not a fight. He costs five mana. Oh, that's fine, he's amazing. He is. <laughs> <laughs> me loads of games. You just. you got to read on the internet before you find that as good. <laughs> hey. That is true. Actual <laughs> <laughs> adjudicator is actually decent, but baseline is better. <laughs> this is the problem. Yeah. I was thinking the other uh, today about when I was at the national qualifying Cardiff, and there was some guy sat down. He's like complaining about Jund, and I was like, "What's wrong with Jund?" He's like, "I was just like, if you want to win stuff, you got to play good decks." He's like, "Oh, Jund just the losers and this," and I was mouthing off about. It. I was like, "That's qualified Jund." So did fourth place. Where did you come? <laughs> I shut him up. If I was playing five color control and I was playing Epsilon and Judicare. How? Yeah, Cedrus. You also ran Cedrus. I did, I uh, didn't at first though. Yeah, Cedrus was the nuts. It was so good. You shake your head, but I had to so won so many games with that guy. That's awful. I won so many games with that guy. We see, oh, okay, so here's a question. They all have Unearth of three, don't they? Yeah, two and a black. If, so, uh, would you pay two and a black to draw two cards and swing with a two power flyer? I would, and I did. Because <laughs> Cedrus wasn't seven, you know, sneaky knows that anyway. He was a five-five beer or something. Cedrus has the whole problem that most. How much does he cost? Six. So he has the problem that no, most things have is that. He costs a lot of mana and he just loses to par. Yeah, everything loses to par though. That's I, I I don't like it when people use that as a reason. No, but not everything. everything dies to par. Broomate Dragon doesn't die to par. You get a, you still have Baneslayer a four, Angel four. does. You're gonna tell me you don't play Baneslayer Angel? Yeah, but we, we've already outlined how I feel about Baneslayer Angel. I play Broomates as well. I had F them yeah. and I got to keep the token. That's what I'm saying. Pow! <laughs> is played a lot. Broomate Dragon and Path. Cedrus is so good. I love this card. Oh, didn't I think Greg's going to sleep. <laughs> Should you join his face? <laughs> okay, let's do this quickly. Um, okay, that's it for our facts. You're going to look at the best card in Magic the Gathering history, Greg. Dun -dun. <laughs> <laughs> I picked him at the Shards pre release. It's so good. Who is it? It's awesome. Cedrus the Cedrus oh, is terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you even play with us back then? Or was that when you were still a noob, even though you played longer than us? What's this you've got? Anyway, onto lands, aren't we now? Yeah, uh, there's only one new land being spoiled, but it does mean that um, any dreams of getting a new cycle are ruined. The enemy, the enemy's the lands have gone, haven't they? Yeah, we can't have them, but we do in their place get Mystifying Maze, which is awesome. A, a, a land tap, add one colorless mana to manifold, and four tap, exile target attacking creature and opponent controls. At the beginning of the next end step, return to the battlefield tapped under its own control. Effectively, it's trying to be Maze of Ith, except more fairer, you'd argue, wouldn't you? Yeah, it costs mana. <laughs> which is which is a pro, definitely. And well, it produces mana, which is a pro. Yeah. 
and it also um returns it to battlefield. It like keeps it away. It's tapped afterwards. It basically, the guy gets lost for a bit. Is the idea? Yeah. So it's like um Aaron Forsyth was saying on Twitter, Maze of Vis felt more like sort of a force field where they just bounced off it. This makes it feel more like it's getting lost. And it's like, I'm attacking and I'm lost and I'm back again. But oh, the attack phase is over now. Yeah, he's still oh, Did I miss well, all the fun? Did I miss everything? Yeah. Um, also, as Conley Woods asked him, was it too good without the opponent's creatures clause? Apparently, the FFL was just ruled by this. And, uh, they were like creatures four man attack, blink, my guy. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> seems pretty good when you've got someone like Seachan Commander. Mm. Obviously, you're not going to have very long, but we, who knows what else we're getting in. Who knows what else they were playing with. Triskelion. <laughs> it's like Lightning Bolt you. Four mana, Lightning Bolt you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so, so obviously, you're going to put an opponent, uh, opponent's creatures only. Um, yeah, so that's everything off Four's the, a uh, lot of mana. Four, yeah, mm. four. But I think this is going to keep it fair, don't you? I mean, like, if you did it in less, it'd be all include every deck, and that's not what you want. Yeah. Even a uh, non-coloured card, as it were. We'll see. It depends whether or not the format can fit it. You know, it's not a format-defining card. It's defined by the format, if that makes yeah. sense. So the land, so only so um, four more lands, Terramorphic Expanse or something along those lines that we won. Uh, yeah, there's a total of ten, and we've got six spoiled. Oh yeah, I agree. There will be a terramorphic expanse. Probably would be terramorphic expanse. Mm. Yeah, not um, flowing wild. Because uh, I wonder what the other three will be. Wilds. This will be interesting. Mm. So there's still about sixty cards to be sport. When we started the po- recording the podcast, we had 186 spoiled. Now over on GatheringMagic.com, we've got 214. Bloody hell. Um. Most of them are reprints. We'll start with this one, uh, which is a new spoil, but this is a speculation, uh, which is a new Leviathan, no name given yet. It's uh, 5 and 3 blue, so 8 mana for Leviathan, an 8 8 line, 8 8 island walker. All lands are islands in addition to their original type. Creatures that flying or island walk can't attack you. So it's um, a moat. So island on an unblockable A8. What's the sanctuary island that used to have? That the um, island retreat or something was it? That White used to have. Island sanctuary. That's it. Sorry. Nope. That's not it. Oh, if you draw a card uh, during your draw step, skip that draw. If you do until your next turn, you can't be attacked by creatures flying and/or island walk. Is that the one? Yeah, that's the. That's the one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so solid card. Whether or not it's constructed playable because it dies easily mm. and it costs a lot of mana. Um, scrolling up. Oh, we, we haven't got the planeswalkers, have we? Um, well, Liliana, Chandranala, and unfortunately Jace Bellerin yeah. have all been spoiled in Mara's article today. Uh, they cleverly covered up the uh, symbol the expansion symbol on the pictures with other cards but someone's outsmarted them and looked at the date on the card of the copyright and it goes to 2010 which um, unfortunately 99% confirms that 
They're Jace Bellerin is back as opposed to Jace the Mind Sculptor, which a lot of people were hoping for. Um, if only just to make the price not be so ridiculous like it is now. Mm. Yeah, like if that brought in, I would just buy a couple of boxes of this because you're going to make your money back. There's a lot of good cards in this set. Okay, and lastly, we've got a bunch of cards that um, are reprints. Oh, Blinding Image. Is that the top one? Yeah. Uh, Wisp Silk Cloak, Angel's hey. Feather, Spined Worm, Rune Claw Bear, Acidic Slime, Sign in Blood, Duress, Disentomb, Black Knight, Ice Cage, White Knight, Blinding Mage. Awesome. Blinding Mage. And, um, Blinding Mage was the white tap, tap creature. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've only got one... These, it's quite weird because that was like basically a list of like some of the um, really important cards to draft in M10. Yeah. Did also you say Angel's Feather though? Angel's Feather and the rest of the cycle's in. But it's not actually saying on this page but I know it's in. Because I'm psychic. And also it says on my Twitter feed. If not on here. Elixir of Immortality. One mana artifact. Two tap. You gain five life. Shuffle Elixir of Immortality and your graveyard into your library. And graveyard so into your library. It's three mana for five life. So it's like a Felden's cane now, so yeah. Mm. yeah. <coughs> and you can use Voltaic Key to untap this and then uh, re-tap it and gain ten life for four mana. Well, it's also immortality because because it goes back into your library, you're going to, you're going to be able to drink from it again, as as, as it were. And yeah. it takes your library with it. Oh, so yeah. it takes your graveyard with it. That's yeah. awesome. I like it. I think it's a cool card. It's got a potential. Yeah, oh, it's definitely there to stop milling. Yeah, another thing. Even though, like, we just couldn't play Ulamog or something in the yeah. right <laughs> Was it uncommon? No, I but Ulamog's free and it shuffles it when you mill, like Gaius Blessing. Because this you have to draw and you have to cast it and you have to play three mana. Ulamog's or whoever's this still is better. This reactory, though, so that's mm. the point. Yeah. Um. Does that wrap up the spoilers for today? Does wrap up the spoilers. Um, so, as of now, we're missing... Well, we have 214 spoilers out of 249. So we're missing, what's that, 35? That's 35. So 35 cards Five of them are land, so 30 other cards. Uh, four of them are land. Mm. Oh, no, do we, oh, yeah, sorry. We said four, four of them are the, uh, the rest of the Angel's Feather cycle. So oh, yeah, yeah. that's actually we've actually got uh, 218 spoiled. So there's 31 cards to come. Of which land? We had all the mythics now. Uh, there's 15 mythics spoiled, and I think that's the that's a lot in it. Total isn't it? So that's all the mythics are spoiled now. Not all the rares. Not all the rares. Ball like day. <laughs> Never gonna happen, Chad. I can, I can, I can see myself cracking this booster already. <laughs> I'm trying now to try and make that. What cracking it? So and get my own booster back. Do you know what would be really funny though? Yeah. What? Is it like a crack booster and I open it and there's like a vampire nocturnus in it? And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, thank you very much. <laughs> and then you'll realise that I actually given you an M10 booster that I found under my bed. And to be fair, you keep talking about M10 last like yeah. <laughs> every week ago. You're going, oh yeah, so I'll, do you want to do booster, a yeah? bet for an M10 booster? And we're like, no, never have a booster because that's the new set. Are we going to wrap up? Yeah, because I want to say that I think this corset is shaping out to be the best corset ever. I am really excited by it too. I am um, quite impressed. It actually makes me want to go uh, and to the pre-release. And oh, I so wish I had the day off. I'm going now. I'm about to swing it. You're going to Cardiff? I'm going to one Cardiff, yeah. 
Um, I think that's it then for the podcast. I hope this has been a good first episode for ccgtradepost.com. Check it out. Yeah, check out our blogs. Put up your trades. It's a, it's a site. It's a pretty site. And, um, add CCG Trade Post on your Twitter as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Follow Nick on CCG Post. Um, yeah, so if you want to make a comment, I don't know how it's going to run on um, CCG Trade Post at the moment. There should probably be a comment section on there. Um, so if there is, you can comment on there. If you listen to us on mtgcast.com, obviously there's a, a comment section on there as well. Or you can email me and the show at mtglenux, mtg underscore lenux at hotmail.com. Or you can tweet at me, that's at mtg underscore lenux, that's L-E-N-N-O-X. Chad? Mine's still the same, it's Scientologist, which is P-S-I-E-N-T-O-L-O-G-O-S-T. And me, and I'm now on Twitter, and I'm under Big Time Madman 49 Big Time Madman 49 Thank you. So one thing I will say is that I don't auto-refollow uh, people who follow me. So at message me that you uh, follow me from the podcast, and I'll follow you back. But obviously, because you get a lot of spam, I don't auto refollow. This is true. That's true. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that's everything for today. Thank you very much for listening. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye. bye. bye.